guys, welcome to another episode of Eve Miss. We are back with For You From Eve, and today's Friday again, so I uploaded an episode this morning because if you guys are a little bit new to who I am, if this is like the first episode you're listening to me, hi, my name is Olivia Eve. I have this podcast called For You From Eve, which is what you're listening to right now, and what I decided to do was on December 1st, I wanted to create the 25 Days of Eve or Eve Miss series where from December 1st to December 25th up to Christmas, I upload one episode every day. Unfortunately, last week I did get a little bit sick and my throat was kind of like lost. It was just a little bit of a cold, nothing too serious. I took tests, no fever, like everything was negative. I was okay. But I just had a little bit of a cold, which I feel like is normal during final season because the weather is getting, I mean, at least in New Jersey, the weather is getting super cold and you're super stressed out from school and not getting any sleep. So it's a little bit easier to get sick during that time, but I feel a lot better now. My voice is a little bit congested, which I feel like is easy to hear, but I think that I recorded one yesterday and I recorded one this morning, so I'm okay, but tomorrow as well, I'm going to have two episodes up, so I'm recording a lot of episodes and just trying to put out as much content as I can for you guys to make sure I get back on track with what day is what. So thank you so much for clicking onto my episode. Like I said, if you're new to this podcast, I make podcasts pretty much all about lifestyle and wellness, kind of the realistic side of living a productive lifestyle. I do talk a lot here about organization, health, wellness. I have guests on to talk about health and their wellness journeys, but I also kind of like to do solo episodes and just give you guys advice. So as you could tell from the title, this title is called I Heard You Need a Friend. And you're probably like, what does that mean? Like, what are we talking about today? Um, I feel like I get a lot of direct messages or when I put up a, you know, little Instagram poll that says ask me advice. The questions that you guys ask me are things I go to my friends about or friends come to me about or something I hear that friends talk about. And I think that when it comes to podcasts, this person that you're listening to, me, right, it's like your friend. So when I listen to Emma Chamberlain talk, I feel like I'm just listening to a friend on FaceTime. If I'm listening to or I'm watching YouTube, I'm watching Emma or Maggie McDonald on YouTube, I feel like I'm FaceTiming a friend, you know? So I kind of want to give off that same energy when it comes to my podcast. And so I'm really excited to kind of just record today and just go through a bunch of advice that you guys wanted and talk to you. I didn't want to, you know, relay this episode on a solely based specific topic. I was like, I'm just going to go through a few different advice things, kind of similar in the same, you know, genre, I guess you could say, but kind of just go through it and talk to you guys about some things that you wanted advice on because there's a few things. I honestly got so many responses this time around. And so this is going to make a lot of episodes, which is really fun. But I just really wanted to go along with it and answer all of them and title this episode, I Heard You Need a Friend, because sometimes you just want to talk to your friend and listen to your friend. And I want you guys to know I am your friend and I'm here to talk to you and I hear you and I do listen to your DMs. I know I don't always respond to the DMs through text, but I do go back to them on my podcast. I promise you I do listen to your DMs. It's just really hard for me to type everything back out, but I always make mental notes and write down everything that you guys tell me you want me to talk about, and I talk about them on the podcast. So we're going to go ahead and get started with everything we're going to talk about today, and I'm super, super excited. So let's get started. So the first thing that I'm going to talk about is distancing yourself from friends when you no longer align with them, but nothing went wrong. I... This happens to everyone. This happens to everyone. I was going to say I think this happens to everyone, but this happens to everyone. 
I think that it's just like you make friends at different points in your life, but I also feel like some people are just meant for different parts of your life. You know what I mean? There's people that are meant to be there forever, but there's people who are just meant to be there for certain parts of your life. You know, people say they're either a blessing or a lesson, and some people are just lessons and they're in your life temporarily because the time that they're in your life is the time that they're supposed to be in your life and the time they leave your life is the time they're supposed to leave your life. And even though sometimes you don't really understand why this person can't really fit into your life anymore or fit into your circle and you're like, but this is my best friend of so long, like nothing went wrong between us. How come she doesn't fit into my lifestyle anymore? People grow at different paces, you know? So for me, when I think of this question or when you guys, you know, when I'm talking about it, I, you know, had friends in high school and you make friends in high school because you have classes together, or you play sports together and you just align with this person because you're both going to the same school. You both know the same people. You both play the same sports. Right. And then you graduate high school and you go to different colleges or let's say you even go to the same college, but you're in a different major or something. Or let's say you're even in the same major, but you grow different interests. Let's say you're in the environmental club. She's in the math club. You're in the fashion club. She's in the science club. You know, you just don't really have the same passions or hobbies. But in high school, it didn't really matter if no one had the same passions or hobbies because you were still showing up to school at the same time and leaving school at the same time. And you were still going to sports together, you know, whatever. So in high school, you're kind of forced to be around these people because you get there and go home at the same time. But in college, you have your own freedom to do what you want and be who you are and kind of create your own schedule for yourself. So when you graduate high school and you realize, wait, I'm not even friends with this person anymore. Like what happened to us? Nothing bad happened, but we didn't have time for each other anymore. Why don't we have time for each other? You grow at different paces and you grow into different versions of yourself. And sometimes those people just aren't meant to meet that new version of you. So the person that you were in high school is completely different. I mean, obviously it depends when you're listening to this, but you know, let's say you're 25 years old. The person that you were in high school is different than the person you are now. And the people that you knew in high school are different than the people you know now. So just because we fall out with someone and nothing bad happens, it doesn't mean something bad has to happen to fall out with someone. It just means that person wasn't meant to be in your life forever and they served their temporary purpose and now they're kind of just out of there. You know, it's we meet different people at different stages of our life because in the moment they complement who we are. But as we grow, we need different types of people in our lives and there's other people that are kind of I guess you could call replacements of them because we need someone else who aligns with us. So it's all just a part of life and it can be super, super sad because, you know, sometimes it's heartbreaking to be like, wow, I this person doesn't align with me anymore. Like this person is living a completely different lifestyle that I don't want to be a part of, but I don't want to stop being friends with them. But that old version of themselves is is not there anymore. And it's like I miss I miss the old version of them, right? You're like, I miss the old version of this person, but that old version doesn't exist anymore. But that old version of you doesn't exist anymore. As much as you might think you're the same person at 17 that you are at 25, you're not. So I think when it comes to outgrowing people, it doesn't have to end on bad terms. You know, this happens in relationships and this happens to friendships. It's just who you were then and who they were at that time those people were meant to be together and they were meant to be friends or boyfriend and girlfriend, but who you grew into and who they grew into, maybe those people aren't meant to be together. You know, you're a different person now. You have different values and morals and different 
lifestyle and personality traits. And it can be really sad to think about that. And it can be sad to kind of just think to yourself, how come someone I love so much doesn't align with my lifestyle? But at the same time, it's better to know that there's someone out there that is going to align with that lifestyle, you know? So I'm not saying every single friendship and relationship is temporary and they just serve their purpose and they leave. But at the same time, if someone does have to just leave your life because their lifestyle doesn't align with yours, it's okay to let them go and let them go with love and care. You know, you don't have to end everything on bad terms. You can just end things with someone because it wasn't your time to be together. So I just think when it comes to distancing yourself um, from friends and family when you no longer align with them, you just kind of need to keep focusing on yourself. And if this person is still in your life, maybe there's a reason that they're supposed to be in your life, you know? But as long as you focus on yourself, focusing on yourself is automatically going to make you distance from people, whether you intend to do that or not. It's going to happen because if you're focusing on yourself, you're going to be so busy with things that you want to get done that you're not going to have time to put that, you know, put that extra time in for that person. So if you're waking up every day and you're going to work and then you're going to the gym and you're taking your shower, you're meal prepping and you're working on your side passion project and everything, you're not going to have time to think about these people. And the only people you're going to have time to think about are the people you spend every day with. So just slowly distancing yourself, I think is really healthy because if this person is itching their way back into your life, it kind of might mean that they're supposed to be there, you know? So that's kind of my advice when it comes to distancing yourself when you just don't align with someone anymore, but it didn't end badly because that's happened to me. And sometimes I think to myself, I miss the old version of this person I used to be friends with, but I have to accept the old version of them doesn't exist anymore. So there's nothing for me to miss. You know, I'm missing someone who's not existent. So I think that you're going to go through a million different things. You're going to go to high school, college, millions of, or not millions of work jobs, but so many work jobs and passion projects and clubs and events and parties and you're going to be surrounded by millions of people that I promise you there's people out there that you're like, wow, I can't believe, you know, you have so much potential to meet new people. So that's my little advice with that. The next thing that I got. So here's the thing. I want to get over someone, but it's so hard. I know he's bad for me, but I miss him. Let me, I'm sorry. I just want to look at your profile and see. Yeah, you're young. Okay. I had a feeling that you were going to be in high school or something. I was like, let me just look to see if she's in high school because reading that I'm like, that was every single girl in high school that I knew at least. When you're in high school, you want the the guy that's not good for you. That's the thing. Because when we're in high school, we're we're bored. We don't, you know, we don't want to be with someone who's super nice to us because nice guys, you know, they say nice guys finish last, but that's because nice guys get the ring, you know. Bad guys don't get the ring. Bad guys get the young girl and stuff, but nice guys do finish last because nice guys get the ring. Um, and nice guys get you forever. But when you're in high school or when you're just younger and you want to be with someone because they're mean to everyone else except for you and you're like, yeah, he's not the best guy, but he's mean to everyone, but he's so nice to me, you know, and that's why I want him. And when we're dating, it's never boring and it's always an adventure and I want a Chuck and Blair vibe, you know, and everything like that. Like I totally understand being in that position, but at the same time, if you want to get over someone, right, it's going to be hard to get over anyone, right? But you, he's bad for you. Like, I don't know what you really mean by bad for you. You know, bad for you can mean in so many senses. It could just mean that he's mean to you or he's cheated on you or he's kind of rude or maybe he's mean to your friends. Maybe 
he was a good good guy, but you guys didn't have a future and you're like, I really don't want to go back to that. You know, whatever it might be that you have with this guy, there's a reason you want to get over him, you know? So I understand that it's hard and that you miss him, but there's a reason that your brain and your heart is telling you that you want to get over this kid. You know, it's like, even though in the moment you're like, oh wait, but he's so cute and I miss him and and yada, yada, yada. And this is so hard and I just want to be with him. There's a reason that, that you're being held back from doing that. And there's a reason that you guys aren't together anymore. So instead of focusing on how do I get back with him, I would focus on why don't I want to get back with him. And once you kind of piece it together, you're going to realize like, okay, wait, yeah, no, this, I need to like think, you know, I need to focus on me and not worry about this because sometimes we become very dependent on guys because we crave attention and we just want attention from guys. And maybe that's the only guy in your life right now that you see that way. So you think that's the only option, but I promise you there's going to be a guy out there that you're not going to want to get over. So that's kind of my advice with that, because if you want to get over someone, there's a reason that you want to get out of that person. The next person said, getting out of a healthy relationship because of bad timing. Okay. This is, I'm going to, I'm going to throw out a controversial opinion. I'm going to throw out something that maybe people aren't going to want to hear, but I'm going to say it. I don't believe in right person, wrong time. I don't, I don't believe in right person, wrong time. And some people are going to be like, what are you talking about? You're not allowed to say that. You don't know the situation I've been in. I totally understand. I don't know every single situation in the world. But from what I've seen, what I know, like just maybe I read too many romance novels. I don't know. I do not believe in right person, wrong time. And here's why. I think that if it's the right person, there's no right or wrong time. That's your person. That's what I believe. Because let's say you're with someone. You said you get out of a healthy relationship because of bad timing. That is one of the most heartbreaking things, right? Like leaving on good terms. Yes, there's advantages of it because you're like, okay, I don't have someone to dislike. I don't have someone to, you know, make jealous or be mad at. But it it's might be even harder to end or end on good terms because at least when you end on bad terms, you have someone to blame for the way that you feel. You know, when you're like when you end on bad terms and you're sad, you're like, screw him. I'm gonna sing Taylor Swift about him. But when you're when you end on good terms, you're like, okay, but like, I don't want to, I'm not mad at him. And, but you feel like you should be mad at him. And you're like, who's to blame for my emotions right now? You know? So I think getting out of a healthy relationship because of bad timing is one of the most heartbreaking things because it kind of just makes you feel, you know, cause you know, you did nothing wrong. You know, he did nothing wrong. And you're like, why can't I fix this situation? And in your mind, you're like, I know that this situation is so easy to fix. Like, why can't he make that little change? Why can't he change that one thing for this relationship? And so bad time might mean that you're not ready or he's not ready, or maybe something happened in one of your lives and that kind of held you back from the relationship. I think if you're with someone and you want to make it work, you're going to make it work. Yeah, maybe in the moment you need to prioritize other things before this person, but that doesn't mean you give up on the person. You know, it just means that maybe the relationship has to move a little bit slower or maybe you have to spend less time together or talk less. Some people just aren't meant to be and it can be a hard pill to swallow, especially if you were in a healthy relationship because if you were in a healthy relationship, you don't want to believe that this person isn't right for you because they never gave you a reason as to why they're not right for you, right? But when you're saying bad timing because this person isn't ready to have you in their life, I think that it can be a little bit difficult to kind of let that process through your mind because 
you don't have anyone to blame after the relationship because everything went so smoothly. And part of that will be good to kind of know because part of that will be like, wait, I kind of feel good knowing that this because I know that I didn't do anything wrong and that they didn't do anything wrong. So that makes me feel a little bit more content and that doesn't give me anxiety or stress me out. But at the same time, I think obviously each situation is going to be different. Each relationship is different. But there's a reason that this relationship isn't working anymore. There's a relation that there's a reason this relationship wasn't a thing. And I'm very religious, so I believe everything is in God's timing and everything is in God's plan. And as confusing as God's plan might look to us, it's crystal clear up there to him. So I put everything in his hands. You know, whatever's meant to be will be. And as much as we want to hope for the future and plan for the future, we don't know what's ahead of us. So if you are like, I highly recommend putting your faith in God and also just realizing relationships aren't everything, you know, really the person you spend the rest of your life with, that's a huge thing. You know, I'm not saying relationships are nothing, but the number one person you have to spend the rest of your life with is yourself, you know? So yeah, getting out of this relationship is going to be tough, but at the same time, you really have to focus on the relationship with yourself because you're spending more time with that this person, you know, the person you see in the mirror than you are with this person that you're getting out of a relationship with. So reminding yourself this relationship, it, yeah, maybe we don't really know why it ended. Maybe we don't know why it had to end. But the, the matter, the end of the day, it ended, right? At the end of the day, it's like maybe it shouldn't have ended, but it ended. So if this relationship was healthy and it was the wrong time, this person will come back to you. I remember once I, I don't remember if I was watching a movie or it was a tweet or something, but it said, you let someone go once, right? If they come back to you, they're yours. If they don't come back to you, they were never yours to keep. And I think that's so true because it's like, sometimes we break up with people and in the back of our, back of our minds, we're still hoping to get back with this person. At least you feel that way for a certain amount of time, not forever. But then eventually you're kind of just like, wait, maybe I'm not not meant to be with this person. You know what I mean? So I think if it's the right person, there will be a right time for you guys. And in my opinion, I just think you fight for who you love for no matter what it takes. And maybe in the moment you don't love that person as much as you think you did or they're not worth it. For me, I think if it's the love of your life, they're going to be worth anything you have to sacrifice. But like I said, I'm a romance like novel person. So that's all I read and all I know. But I do think that is life and that is how passionate people should be in relationships. But I understand there is bad timing and maybe you'll find each other in the end. And I hope that, you know, the girl who asked this, you do find your person in the end, but maybe you're going to find someone else and someone better. You know, you don't know what lies ahead of you. And it's amazing that it ended on healthy terms because, and that it was a healthy relationship because you don't have to, if it was an unhealthy relationship, that's something you kind of have to carry on to other relationships. So definitely be grateful that it was a healthy one. Um, but yeah, just focus on you. If it's the right person, they're going to come back to you. The next question that I got is getting out of your comfort zone. I feel like when it comes to getting out of your comfort zone, it's very, it's so in your hands and it might seem like it's not in your hands and something has to be placed in front of you, but it's in your hands. You know, you can't just like do your everyday like day-to-day -day routine and sit in your bed and sleep early and do all these things and expect a challenge to come amongst you in the day. You know, sometimes it does happen and we have to face little things throughout the day. But at the end of the day, it's like you have to place yourself in positions where you're going to have to step out of your comfort zone, whether you're going to, you know, maybe go to New York by – I mean, I live near New York, so that's what I'm thinking. Like go to a city by yourself, a safe – say do it safely, like a safe city by yourself. And maybe don't go to New York right now because cases are extreme right now. So maybe – avoid New York at the moment. But when it's comfortable and up and running again, you know, maybe try to do that. 
I think stepping out of your comfort zone can mean can mean anything. It's like I really just think it's taking a different commute to work, making a new playlist, applying for a new job. If you're in college, maybe joining a club. I think joining a club is a really good way to step out of your comfort zone. I think that really helped me. Joining a club, starting a passion project is the biggest way to step out of your comfort zone. Starting this podcast was the biggest step I've taken. I would say some comfort zones I've stepped out of that I'll talk about so that you guys can kind of understand, maybe get some examples of what you can do is going to school in the city was a huge stepping out of my comfort zone for me because I had to learn how to commute by myself, like the trains and the buses and the walking. Walking around the city was something that made me step out of my shell. Going to career fairs and events in school is something that helped me step out because you're kind of on your own and have to talk to people on your own. And that was something that always scared me and I could never do without friends. So going to career fairs and just holding my own and talking to people, having networking, you know, having coffee with someone that works at a company that I would want to work at, I think is huge. Like networking with people is a very big way of stepping out of your comfort zone. Starting this podcast, going to Brooklyn and recording a podcast episode with Anne Catherine and Caroline was a huge way to step out of my comfort zone because I drove into Brooklyn, recorded this podcast with two girls I've never met before, tried out this new podcast equipment in a podcast studio. I think that there's so many things that we can do to step out of our comfort zone, you know, traveling somewhere new, trying a new sense of style, you know, it could be the littlest thing like changing your commute to the biggest thing like transferring schools, you know. So I think when it comes to stepping out of your comfort zone, you need to really just know that you're in control of doing that. The next question I got is advice on how to enjoy 2022 more. I like this question a lot. I'm kind of wondering if I should make like a whole episode on this when we get closer to the new year, but I'll give some general advice because I definitely want to do a new year's resolution, how to keep new year's resolution and intentions I want to go into 2022 with. So advice on how to enjoy 2022 more, write your gratitude every single morning. Like I kid you not, either every morning or every night, if you write down the things that you're grateful for and the things that you're proud of yourself for, you will see the biggest difference in your days, in your weeks, in your you will be a different person at the end of the year. Maybe a different person at the end of 3 months. Like I promise you that too. That's not even like that's a guarantee. So, journaling things that you're grateful for will just have you appreciate the things around you and that's going to make you enjoy life more because it's going to make you excited about the things that you have. Writing things that you're proud of yourself for is such a huge way to boost up your confidence. Even if you don't feel it the same day that you do it, you will eventually feel it and be like, wait, I'm so proud of myself for like uploading a podcast every day until Christmas. Or I'm so proud of myself for going to the gym three times a week or, you know, whatever it is. I'm so proud of myself for this. Every single day, I want you to write one thing that you're proud of yourself for doing. At the end of the night, get into bed, get a journal and write, I'm proud of myself for you know, eating three meals today. I am proud of myself for working out today. I am proud of myself for complimenting the stranger today. You know, things that you're going to keep to yourself, but that you're going to be like, wait, I just realized I did this thing. And that was like a really, I'm, I'm proud of myself for doing that. And it might seem silly in the moment, but at the same time, it's like, we need to remind ourselves these things because if we don't, who will? And then we expect other people to look at us and be happy for us and proud of us. But it's like, why do we expect that out of other people? Like we should expect that from ourselves. So I think if you want to enjoy the next year, you need to appreciate things that you have in front of you and you need to remind yourself every single day why you're proud of these things. And I think that you really just need to kind of focus on what you're appreciative of every single day and that will really help you enjoy the new year. And I think 
putting things in your schedule that make you excited about life and excited about things are just huge, huge, huge things that will help you feel better about the new year. The last thing that I'm going to answer is how to not let one bad day set you back. Honestly, we all do. We all let bad days set us back, whether it's a bad minute or a bad hour. Yesterday in my episode, I talked about how I had a really bad morning between my COVID test I had to take and the exam I had to meet and being stuck in my car on campus. Like I had such a bad morning. And I remember in the beginning, I was just crying about it and panicking about it. And I kept telling myself, this is the worst day ever. This is the worst day ever. You're going to fail your exam. You're going to fail. Like just freaking myself out about everything. And eventually I was like, okay, you know what? You could sit here and you could keep crying or you could sit here and you can make your day better. Like which one do you want? And it's very hard for us to pull ourselves out of that. Like it's very hard for us to reach that point and be like, okay, let me be happy again and let me figure this out because we're so upset and anxious in the moment that we can't think straight. Like I totally understand not being able to think straight. So for me to kind of pull myself out of that moment and be like, it's a, you know, it's a bad day. It's not a bad life. And if today's going to have to be a bad day, it's going to have to be a bad day. But I'm going to do everything in my power to make the rest of this day good. And if it doesn't get good, that's not in my control. And you know what? Then maybe it was a bad day, but tomorrow won't be a bad day. This week won't be a bad – like this is a good life that I live and you can't have any good days without the bad ones. And I heard that once in Haley Bieber's YouTube video and I was like, that is my favorite quote. You can't have good days without the bad ones. So – If you want to not let one day set you back, just remind yourself of that and say you wouldn't appreciate the days where everything goes right if things didn't go wrong. And just remind yourself that these things happen to everyone and you can either sit there and you can scream and pout and cry or you can sit there and you can do something about it and make the rest of your day better. So that's kind of my advice when it comes to that. And I've definitely been an experience, you know, experienced really bad days where I'm just like, is there anything else that could happen? And then you like spill your coffee and you're like, oh, there is something else that could happen. It's like, yeah, you're asking for something else to happen. Like sit up and tell yourself it's going to be a good day. And I know it sounds silly to have the worst day ever and then look at yourself in the mirror and be like, today's going to be a good day. You're going to get through it. I know that's super hard to kind of wrap our heads around, but at the end of the day, it's like, it's okay. We, you know, we could do it. So that's my advice when it comes to not letting one bad day set you back, because I think that we're all guilty of doing that. And our head kind of just spirals into this really terrible mindset, but we are able to get out of it. I promise you that. I want to thank you guys so much for listening to the episode. I know it's a Friday night when this is being uploaded. I'm going to have two episodes. How many like am I behind? I'm trying to think of how many episodes I have to upload. I probably should have probably thought about this before, but let's see. I have episode... 11 or today this morning I had episode 12 up and it's a 16. So this is episode 13. I'll have two coming up tomorrow, which is the 15th, two going up Sunday, and then we'll be back on regular schedule. Okay, perfect. So you will still be getting another episode tomorrow morning and tomorrow night and Sunday morning and night. So take advantage of these episodes and I hope you guys have an amazing safe weekend. If you're having a Friday night to yourself, that's the best type of night to have on a Friday. I kid you not because the week is so exhausting. Like Monday through Friday, if you go to work and school and the gym, Friday nights, sometimes you just want to like sleep and that's okay. Sometimes I get home on a Friday and I'll go to the gym after work and I'll come home and it's like eight o'clock and my friends will be like, what are we doing? And I'm like, I just showered and I'm in bed and that's it. And I just do a face mask. I put on a movie, grab my favorite snack and I light a candle and I have like the best night of my life, which sounds so dramatic, but 
so true. So hope you guys have a great Friday, whether you're spending it with yourself, with your friends or whatever. Tomorrow morning's episode is going to be about bettering your relationship with your boyfriend. I got a few questions on people who wanted advice on different things in a relationship. So I'm going to be talking about that tomorrow morning. So stay tuned for that. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.